0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria.
1: Almighty God, you know be my no. You're not a man, you know be now you be God. Almighty God. Almighty God, you know be my know, you know be my
0: and
1: I rekele,
0: wrote re re it rotito, your voice we will praise you from everlasting everlasting yes we will praise you from everlasting everlasting oh we will praise you everlasting everlasting lord we will praise
1: thank you. We know we did not keep ourselves this month. We, did know we, we know we've not kept ourselves this year. And this very moment, we return all the praise and all the glory to you for keeping us, for providing for us, for blessing us, for feeding us, for clothing us, for preserving us from the very first day of our lives on the face of this earth. this very moment this last Sunday of the month of August blessed be your name in Jesus mighty name we pray hallelujah okay um as was announced we want to encourage you to register for Grace Culture it's just six weeks away look at your neighbor and say six weeks so please register I know some of us may have registered. If you've not registered, please register. Um, The website to register on is graceculture.kingsword.ng. You can do that um, on your phone or on your device immediately after the service. Or I believe you can also register at the information desk outside. And let's start getting set for what God is about to do. Hallelujah. How many of us are ready for lesson three? How many are ready for lesson three? Um, I hope you've been taking to heart these simple things. If we can call them simple, we've been sharing. You can have a new beginning. And you can move on to another level. You can experience promotion. We are learning from God how God had a new beginning. And we're also learning from How God has helped King's Word from one beginning to another beginning or one level to another level over the last 30 years. We've shared two vital lessons both from God and from King's Word in the last two Sundays. We want to go on to the third one. Rise on your feet. Um, Genesis chapter 1 again. Open your Bibles if you have it here. And we've already read this text, so I will not read it. I'll just mention, okay, let's read it again. Genesis 1 from verse 1. We're just learning from God, how God began the world or recreated the world, like we have mentioned. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Take note of that. The Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. So the evening And the morning were the first day. Hebrews chapter 11. Let's look at another perspective of what happened here. And the book of Hebrews explains to us what God did in Genesis 1. Something different from what we have shared from the text we've read. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Our devotional study this month in King's Word is faith. And we are teaching in depth about faith and love. The mystery of faith and love in the midweek services. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. And they went on later in the chapter to list some of those elders and the testimonies they obtained. They got it by faith. Verse 3. By faith we understand. That's a powerful thing about faith. When you set yourself to start believing, you will begin to comprehend things that naturally you could not have comprehended. By faith we understand. And it goes on that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Hallelujah. Actually, the words there refers to the ages, the times. They were framed by the word of God. Starting from what God did in Genesis 1. He's referring to what God said in Genesis 1. That when God spoke, he framed the world. But it wasn't just Genesis 1 God framed. The first hundred years of human existence on this earth were framed by the word of God. See, the words there refers to the ages. The first 1,000 years were framed by the word of God. The next 1,000 years were framed by the word of God. 2019 is being framed. How? Amazing perspective. See, it takes faith to understand that. You can't understand that apart from faith. Apart from believing. It takes faith to understand that, that it is the words of God that frames the world, that frames our lives. By faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, so that, and this is the lesson for today. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. The things that are seen the pulpit you are seeing, the clothes you are seeing, the microphone you are seeing, the building, the cars, the houses, the computers, the televisions, the planes, everything we see was not made by things that are visible. They are made by things that are invisible. That's what happened in Genesis 1. Hallelujah. The things that are seen are made from the things that are unseen. If you can learn that lesson, you can recreate anything. If you can understand that mystery and it takes faith to understand it, you can create anything. The things that are seen, they don't call, "Ah, I want to build a house. Hey, I need cement. Hey, I need block. Mm, You don't understand what we're talking about. You don't build houses with cement and block. Okay, where did the cement and block come from? Ah, it comes from limestone. Where did limestone come from? Hey, it came from the earth. Where did the earth come from? The things that are seen are made by things that are invisible. Glory be to God. I love the way the psalmist said it. Psalm 33. Psalm 33, verse 6. So we've looked at Paul's revelation from Hebrews. Look at what God revealed to the psalmist. The word of the Lord or by the word of the Lord, even the heavens were made. See, words are invisible. And that's how the whole world and the whole creation was made. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. All the hosts of them By the breath of his mouth. Hallelujah. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood. Glory be to God. Father, send us your word this morning. Help us to take this lesson to heart and help us to live. And recreate our own world by the example you have put before us. In Jesus' mighty name. High five your neighbor and tell your neighbor, live by faith, live by faith, live by faith, live by faith. And then you can be seated. So, this is lesson three from God. I want a new beginning in my marriage. I want a new beginning in my ministry. I want a new beginning in my career. I want to go to the next level financially understand that the things that you want to see the manifestation you want to have it comes from things you can't see so this is the lesson using what you can't see to create what you want to see or what can be seen that's what God did here what God had was darkness What God had was an empty, void world without form. But that's not what God wanted. God did not cooperate with the darkness. God did not cooperate with the emptiness or the void. God did not align with the formlessness of the world. God went deep. And two things, his spirit that can't be seen was hovering on the face of the waters. And then he began to speak. God used, permit me to use this phrase, the instrumentality of his spirit and his word. Two things that cannot be seen to recreate the world. And if you want to call this mystery, if you want to give it a title, this is what I call it, Engaging the Supernatural. God used the supernatural, the word of God, the spirit of God, the unseen realm. Somebody shout the unseen realm. You see, we can't see the word. word. Thank God it's now written. But the word is a person. We found out last week, John chapter 1, the scripture we read. He became flesh and dwelt among us. You can't see Jesus. Some people were very privileged to see him for three and a half years when he lived and moved among humanity. But today you can't see him. Jesus was in that beginning. You can't see him. But God spoke it. The breath of his mouth. The breath of of his nostrils. Oh, hallelujah. He used the word, the supernatural and his spirit. So the lesson is learning to use the word and the spirit of God to get things done. Hallelujah functioning from the realm of the spirit, the spiritual realm. Many people live their life only on the natural plane. We dealt with this a bit on Wednesday. You have to realize that you are not just flesh and blood. Somebody say this with us again this morning. I am a spirit that has a soul. And I live in a physical body. Don't allow your physical body dominate, control, direct, rule how you live life. That's not the best way to maximize life. Don't even allow your soul, your mind, your will and emotions dominate how you live life. Your physical body has to be involved. Your soul has to be involved. But learn this lesson here. Learn to live life from your spirit. You see, your physical body is seen. And that's why many people just live by what they see, what they feel. Your emotions are very, very close to you. You can, "Ah, I know how I'm feeling. I know what I'm thinking. I know how it is doing me. Good. Your spirit is unseen. Hallelujah. And if you can ever learn... To tap into that dimension, which is the person you really are. So I'll shout again, I am a spirit. And live life from there. Man, you can recreate anything. Again, Ephesians 5.1. Because somebody will say, ah, Pastor T, I'm not God. Mm-mm, we know you are not God. Ephesians 5.1 says, therefore, be imitators of God. As children, imitate him. We are not asking you to be God. Glory be to God. We are saying that God made you in his image and likeness. We talked about that on Wednesday too. You have to use your faith to believe that you are like God. You are a son of God. In fact, the Bible calls you a small God because you are made in the image and likeness of God. And if you will learn to live like that, you will have an amazing life. Even if everything goes south, Everything has gone under. The business has crashed. The marriage is upside down. If you can learn to tap into the unseen realm, you can recreate anything you need to recreate. Can I hear a loud amen to that? That's the lesson from God. Listen to this very carefully. This is what everyone that has ever created anything or innovated on anything that has ever been created In this world, this is what they have done. Notice that God did not give us the clothes we are wearing, a man made it. Notice that God did not create the car for us that we are riding, men made it. The planes we fly, men made them. What did they do? They imitated God, they saw something that wasn't visible. I mean, you should go online and watch the documentary of the Wright Brothers. And what surprised me when I studied that documentary was it wasn't just the Wright Brothers. There was actually a company of people that kept believing that men could fly like birds. The Wright Brothers were the most, most prominent. But there were a few other people. I was watching that documentary a couple of months ago. They saw the unseen. And from their spirits. Some of them may not even know. They were not necessarily Christians. We're well, interested in a good number of inventors are creators and innovators are Christians. They tapped into their spirit. This thing is possible. We don't have to have darkness. We don't have to be walking on the ground alone. We too can fly. This is what they've done. They've tapped into unseen. Men can fly. Do you know there was a time there was nothing like internet? Somebody saw it. There was nothing like a plane. There was nothing like furniture. All God gave us is wood. Hallelujah. There was some time there was nothing like paper. Do you know this comes from a tree? That chair, are yes, sitting on. There was a time there was nothing like chairs. Anyone that has ever created anything or improved on anything, somebody say next levels, they are functioning on this plane. Tapping into the unseen. And creating something that can be seen. They have imitated God. By reaching into the unseen realm. And bringing forth something that hitherto that had not existed. There was a time there was nothing like air conditioning. Somebody saw it. Somebody saw it. And now we are enjoying it. So don't say, I'm not God. No, you're a man. And men are made in the likeness of God. And bless God, you can imitate God. Like other men have. Particularly in your own life. So this is the good news. Everybody, hear me this morning. You too can do the same. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands and thank God that you can do the same. Thank God that you can imitate him. Thank God you can reach into the unseen realm. And bring about a healing in your body that is not yet seen. You can reach into the unseen realm and bring about a marriage that is not yet seen. You can reach into the unseen realm and bring about financial prosperity that you have not yet seen. You can reach into the unseen realm and bring about the fulfillment of your destiny that is not yet seen. Oh, hallelujah. Is somebody learning something? Every successful business, every career, See, some of us we settle with the fact that ah I have a good job. Nothing wrong with that. But can you just pause for a moment and imagine that there was a time that business did not exist? The owner of that company created it. Can you pause and think that there was a time that career you are in, there was a time it never existed? Somebody started thinking about ah, let's do banking, let's do IT. Every successful business, every successful career, successful ministry, successful family and every other endeavor of life has done this or is doing this on one level or another. This is the secret to success. I want my wife and I to be happy. We are not happy. You can reach into the unseen and create happiness in that marriage. I want to rise to the top in this my career. You just came out of school. You've never seen it before. It hasn't happened in your own life particularly. You can reach into the unseen and create an amazing career path for yourself. I want to have a business that is dominating. I want to be the next Amazon. There was a time Amazon did not exist. Amazon started as a bookseller. Glory be to God. If you are not careful, Amazon will sell you air tomorrow. The way that guy and his people are going. What have they done? They have reached into the unseen. And they have produced something that is seen. Here is the secret. Like Reverend Sam puts it, ideas rule the world. So everybody is doing this, so don't exclude yourself. Can I hear a loud Amen particularly thin people that are breaking records and that are blazing trails. This is what they are doing. That's what it means to break a record. Ah, We have never seen that kind of thing before. You have reached into the unseen and you've tapped into the sin. God told me to tell you, the genius of man is in his spirit. Not in his soul, not in his body. How many of love to live a genius life? You want to excel. You want to stand out. Live from the unseen realm. Live from your spirit. Hallelujah. Everything that exists today. Everything. Somebody say everything. Everything we can feel. Everything we can see. Everything we can touch, taste, handle. There was a time it was unseen. Should pause and think about that for a moment. There was a time it was invisible. There was a time it only existed in the realm of the spirit. Then a man like you and I reached into that realm and said, Let us make suits for men so that they can look pretty. Or let's make dresses or look handsome. Look, let's make dresses for women. There was a time we were not wearing clothes, we were going around the place naked. Hallelujah. Everything was first. In the unseen realm. It was first a thought. It was in the unseen dimension. And this is what we've been talking about here. There was a time King's Word was just a thought. This is what we've done. By the grace of God in the last 30 years. Starting with Dr. K. And everybody that has gotten on board. There was a time. This service was only a dream. A thought, a vision, an idea in a teenage boy's mind. So let me move on to King's Word and how this applies to us. And what is the secret we have learned in 30 years? My third secret from King's Word, my third blessing from God to you is that use the unseen. To create the sin, engage the supernatural. Don't think spirituality or supernatural is a spooky world. No, that's y- your real world. That's where you should be living life from. Look at a neighbor and say, Engage the supernatural. Are that guiding here? You look for another neighbor that is interested in what we are saying. Say, Engage the supernatural. Don't live life on just the natural. You will be limited if you live like that. The darkness may remain if you live on the natural. The emptiness, the voidness may remain. May your bank account never be empty. Or remain empty. Your your bank account is empty. Don't don't leave it that way. If you you just do natural things, it may remain that way. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Learn to reach into the realm of the spirit and put things inside your bank account. I like that one. I don't know about you. (laughs) Praise God. What's our third secret? The first secret I, I shared with you two weeks ago was prayer. Particularly praying in the spirit. That has helped us tremendously. When I look at the fact that there was a time, August 1990, and before then, the weeks and the months preceding August 1990, this was just a thought forming in Dr. K's mind. A teenager, all that we are living in today. In uh, Nigeria, in Africa, in Europe, in America, all over the world. All that we are seeing today, 30 years ago, was an unseen existence. And the lessons we are learning is how has that moved? How has it formed or morphed or metamorphosed? Morphed. Metamorphosed. Metamorphosized. From unseen to seen. How has that happened? Prayer. Praying in the spirit. Number two, the word of God. Number three today, spirituality. This is the first letter in the acronym of our core values. We call it spirit-filled living. Spirituality. I want to encourage everybody, be spiritual. Ah, it's not in vogue. Hey, it doesn't have to be in vogue. It just has to get results for your life. Be spiritual. By the grace of God, we have been spiritual from the beginning. Living life from the spiritual dimension. Live your life from there. I am a spirit. Live life from the spiritual dimension. Can I hear loud amen? Intentionally engaging the word of God and the spirit of God. God gave us that in our manifesto. Raise me a supernatural army, men of the word and men of the spirit. That's what has helped us with what god did in genesis the spirit of god was hovering on the face of the darkness and the waters and then god said god deliberately intentionally use this word and his spirit to recreate his world that's what to do intentionally engage the word of god and the spirit of god to determine the outcome that you have on the earth. So we are stepping into the last week of August now. I want to have a great week. Does anybody want to have a great week? Do what God did. Use the word of God over your week. Speak the word of God over your week. Take scriptures. Hallelujah. And declare them over your week. Take the spirit. Use the Holy Ghost over your week. Pray in the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. Be guided by the Spirit. Cultivate and manifest the fruit of the Spirit. Be intentional. Hallelujah. About your week. How many of you want to end this year? We call it the better second half. You want a better second half? You want to have the kind of testimony God had at the end of Genesis 1. He looked at everything. It was good. How I many people want your marriage to be good? Your career good? Your finances good? Be spiritual. Hallelujah. And when you are doing that, what you are doing is you are reaching into the unseen realm. The marriage that is not seen. The healing that is not seen. Physically not seen. But it exists. The breakthrough financially does not sin. And you are bursting it into the natural sin world. And when you do that, you have a new beginning. Glory be to God. Recognize this. Let this be in your daily thinking. And let it direct and dictate how you live your life. There is an unseen realm. A spiritual plane that exists parallel to this sin realm, the natural plane. And you can determine what happens on this natural plane by engaging with the spiritual. You people watch African magic now? Now, that is a perverted, inferior version of what we are saying. Unfortunately, some people believe in that more than what we are talking about here. And that's what the Word and the Spirit of God are supposed to be doing for you, that I can control some things in the Spirit. And my experience at the office will be different. See, I can see the office. But what I'm doing with the word and the spirit in the background, I can't see it. Let me begin to close. Listen to this scripture. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Psalm 34, verse 16. I will read the Amplified Version. This is what we are, God is teaching us. And this is what we have learned. Somebody says spirituality. Seek out of the book, Isaiah 34, verse 16. Seek out of the book of the Lord and read. Not one of these details of prophecy shall fall. There's nothing God said from let there be light in Genesis 1 to everything recorded in the scriptures that, that will fall. You see, those things exist in the realm of the spirit. Not one of these shall fall. Not one shall want and lack her mate in fulfillment. A lot of people use this for marital, and there's nothing reasoning for marital. I will not lack my mate. If you understand what he's saying, he's not talking about marriage. You can apply it to marriage, but he's not talking about marriage. He's talking about the word of God in the realm of the spirit. And what God has said in the realm of the spirit, he said, not one of them will lack its mate, its manifestation in the physical. When you open your Bible and say, and see, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. That is your marriage in the realm of the spirit. The prophecy and the wisdom here is that it has a duplicates or an expression in the physical. Not one of it will lack its mating fulfillment. Why? Why? Why is it so? What happened in Genesis 1? For the mouth of the Lord has commanded it, and his spirit has gathered it. Amazing scripture. Amazing scripture. That's what God did. His mouth commanded, his spirit gathered. That's what you need to engage. Don't worry about how it will happen. No, just engage the word and engage the spirit. Don't worry. How is it that if I'm walking in love, I will get married? Don't worry about that. Engage the word and engage the spirit. The word of, the mouth of God has spoken it. His spirit gathers it. The Holy Ghost will create that. thing. Spirituality. Let me close. Four ways you can be spiritual. Rise on your feet because my time is up. Remember what God told the woman at the well. John chapter 4. The hour is coming and now is verse 23. The true worshippers. If they are true worshippers, they are fake worshippers. The true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. What did Jesus say the truth is? The truth is the word. So you can say in spirit and in word. We are saying the same thing from Genesis 1. His spirit was hovering and then God said, For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit. And those that come to church to worship him, they should not just worship him because of a physical thing. They should worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. Four platforms of true spirituality. Number one is grace. The moment you start functioning by the grace of God, you've entered the spiritual dimension. The moment you are out of grace, you are trying to fetch your own life, living in the flesh, you are not being spiritual. Ephesians chapter 2, I wish I had time. But from verse 4 to verse 8, you can study it out. John chapter 1, verses 16 to 17. Second platform is faith. See? Grace creates it. Grace ushers us into the finished work of what Christ has done. I want to tell somebody here today God has finished your marriage. God has finished your prosperity. God has finished the fruitfulness and the bearing forth of your children. God has finished your career success. You see, that's grace. Because God has spoken them. There is nothing in life that you want that God hasn't spoken about. But watch this. Therefore, Romans 4, 16, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed. So you have to be in faith. That's what we are learning from Hebrews 11. Number three platform is love. Faith works by love. Please watch the progression. God did everything for us freely by grace. We receive what God did by faith. For our faith to walk, we must walk in love. So, the moment I'm not functioning in grace, I'm not being spiritual. If I'm in grace and I'm not using faith, I'm not being spiritual, at least not as you ought. If I'm doing faith, I'm believing God to move the mountain, but I'm not walking in love. You are not being spiritual. You are compromising your spirituality. And the fourth platform. If you do these four things, you will always be spiritual. And there's no way you can do these things that you won't engage the Word and the Spirit. So what you need to be doing, like we are teaching a lot on Wednesday, start growing in your understanding of grace, in your understanding of faith, in your understanding of love, and the fourth one, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. These things are unseen. They are spiritual. Only one person can really teach you grace, the Holy Ghost. Only one person can really teach you faith, the Holy Ghost. And only one person can really teach you love the Holy Ghost. When I engage the Holy Ghost, I will be spiritual. If I don't engage the Holy Ghost, I won't be spiritual as I ought. I wish I had time. I had scriptures for all these things. But let me close with one scripture that ties all of them together. These four platforms. 2 Corinthians 13 and 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Now, you won't see the word faith there. But if you have scriptural understanding, you will see faith. Because there can be grace without faith. Therefore, it's of faith that may be by grace. And faith, love cannot really be activated without faith. Because faith worketh by love. So, we can read this way. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that necessitates us to live by faith. And the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. This how to be spiritual, particularly in the twenty-first century. And if you can live spiritually, you will take a vision, a thought from a teenager, and create a global movement. Lift your hands, give God praise this morning, and make a fresh commitment to imitate God and be spiritual don't let the darkness turn you into a carnal person don't let the darkness make you lose your spirituality Ah, God saw darkness, God saw emptiness, God saw formlessness, you know what God did God dug into the spirit God dug into the world, that's how we should live don't don't let a financial challenge come that rather than praying and using the word you now go and take him, you start taking bribe or start stealing or start lying. Mm-mm. Don't let the darkness bring carnality out of you. You are not flesh and blood. You are spirit like God. Come on talk to God. Take a minute. Commit yourself to be spiritual. To be spiritual to be spiritual how by grace through faith in love and with the communion of the holy spirit make a commitment ask god to teach you grace to teach you faith grace culture is coming up let god teach you how to function in grace how to live by faith how to walk in love and how to experience the communion of the holy ghost come on one more minute leave those hands. talk to him You are here in this service with us this morning. You are not born again. While every other person is praying, talking to God. You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Throw that hand up in the sky. Every other person, you can put your hand down. But you want to get born again or you want to rededicate your life to Jesus? Raise your hand this morning. Let God see you. Let God know you are making a decision. Receive the grace of God that has appeared unto all men and has brought salvation. That's what you need to receive. It starts with new birth. Anyone that wants to get born again this morning, raise that hand high. Every other person, talk to God. But you are here this morning, you want to get born again. Or you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You want to get a fresh experience or an initial experience of the grace of God that brings salvation. Raise your hand. Sky high. kato, I need you, Jesus, in my life. Raise that hand. I've walked away from you. I need to come back to you. Raise that hand. Come on, one more minute, everyone. Talk to God. A fresh commitment to live under grace. To walk under grace. To live by faith. To walk in love. And to be fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you you for by your help. We are pulling out things from the unseen spiritual realm. And we are birthing them. Manifesting them. In this seen physical world. And as we grow and mature in our spirituality through your grace through faith, through love and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit we are able to manifest this dimension of living to the fullest we give you the praise this morning thank you for your word that has come and has touched our lives we will never be the same again and the church of God shouted the loudest amen that they can this morning Oh, you can do better than that if you've received the word of the Lord. Give him a shout.
0: The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Itel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00-0640.